Broadcasting live to the world now, it's Sheila Zelensky. This is a very sinister Luciferian eugenics plan. These spineless weasels preach what people want to hear. They replace repentance with dreams of the good life. Mindless minions. Dying daily, taking up your cross, suffering and sacrificing have been superseded with name it and claim it. And as dark as I know it looks out there, the good news is that God is advancing his kingdom. And it's very exciting to be a part of his great commission. It's Sheila Zelensky. The Sheila Zelensky Show, the only show to give you the truth behind the headlines, prophecy, and the deeper things of God. Now, here is your host, End Time Watchwoman, Sheila Zielinski. Hello, listeners, and welcome to the Sheila Zielinski Show for this Friday, June 12, 2015 edition. Folks, I broadcast right here weekdays on Worldwide Christian Radio at 6 p.m. Eastern Time. And a big shout out to all the listeners tuning in from across the globe. I had originally had on for today, Steve Quayle was booked. But sadly, he's under the weather, so we do want to be praying for him. And he's rescheduled for next week. So in his place, I have an amazing guest. My guest is just as tenacious a woman as me. She is a third-generation land developer specializing in land feasibility studies and acquisitions. And it was during her work that the restrictions of property rights became very evident under the creeping constraints of the United Nations Agenda 21. She exposes the connection between mysterious global trends, corporate control technologies, weaponized frequencies, the falsified science of the global warming movement, my favorite, and other major programs intended to cause damage to the health and reduce the population. Her highly visible opposition to water privatization and smart meters has been heard around the globe, internationally. She's been featured on Russia TV and Alex Jones. But she is my favorite female researcher, and she's hot on the trail of these insidious shenanigans. And it's my pleasure to have her back on. Deborah Tavares, welcome back to the program. It's so good to have you back on. Well, Sheila, thank you so much for having me on. Uh, first, I'd like to have a call to action on the water wars issue that we're all facing globally. This is an enormous takedown because he who controls the water controls life and yes. food and property. And uh, we are being deceived massively with the illusion of water scarcity. There is no, and there have not been, a water shortage. We do not have a water shortage because we have primary water. And it's essential for everyone to understand the water science. And that is why we host the website primarywater.org. On that site, you will learn the water facts and the science of water so that you will not be frightened by the media campaign about scarcity, 
Again, any uh, scarce uh, media disinfo campaign and propaganda is around uh, massive control and genocide, reducing the population. So let's look at this. Um, the Earth is the water planet, and it is continuously producing water down below the mantle of the Earth. We do have a YouTube up. It is entitled Primary Water Explained. Primary Water Explained. We also have an in-depth uh, YouTube entitled Water Wars, Stealing Water for Profit and Power. Water Wars, Stealing Water for Profit and Power. We break down the ways in which the globalists have intentionally poisoned the groundwater supplies for many, many decades. And this weaves into why the scarcity and why the push for reusing our sewer water. Here in Northern California, they call it sewer to tap or toilet to tap. We're going to get into that in a minute, but it's most important for everyone to understand that the earth creates water continuously. In fact, every drop of water that we visibly see on the surface of the planet was created by hydrogen and oxygen turning to vapor, working its way up through cracks and crevices, and then uh, revealing itself in oceans, in, in creeks and streams, in geysers, hot and cold springs, oases and deserts. In fact, uh, many of you uh, that were aware of Muammar Gaddafi and, of course, what happened when NATO and the United States went in there, we blew up the great man-made river project. This was the eighth wonder of the world. It's important to know what this was. Muammar Gaddafi was drilling for oil and hit primary water. He uh, spent oil profits and revenues on bringing this water from the desert to the Libyan people. And they were given 70% of their water needs for free. And this entire system was blown up during the war of Libya. In fact, we have an insider recently exposed what happened because uh, when you look up on your search engine the Great Man-Made River Project, you will uh, see it actually being made. You can watch it being built. It's amazing. It's a feat uh, unlike anything that was ever done before. And they had uh, water drilling rigs that were operating in Libya for, for many, many years. And um, the water was pure, it was pristine, it was clean. It's called new water. And the reason that primary water is called new water or juvenile water is that it has never been exposed to the atmospheric conditions of all the poisons from the chemtrails, all the bombs, all of the aspects of fertilizers uh, when the water comes down as rain, of course, it brings in as runoff into our reservoirs and then that is then delivered into our homes after other toxic chemicals are added to it. And so we're being massively poisoned from the secondary water cycle, which is what we have been taught where water comes from, the secondary water cycle, from rain and snowmelt. And that's why I recommend everybody watch Primary Water Explained because you will see the two different 
water cycles presented in great detail on that illustration. I am interviewing a primary water expert that has drilled and located primary water all over the world. And this is an unimaginable feat. It's an unimaginable reality. But sadly, in Libya, all of this was destroyed. And the insider told us that they're not allowed to speak about the specific projects that they were doing for Muammar Gaddafi. But the wells that they were digging by these drilling rigs were 1,800 to 2,400 feet deep, more or less. And um, he was told, the Libyan people were told, the reason for the bombing of the well drilling equipment was that they were told that they looked like rocket launchers. They blew up over 10 of the well drilling equipment. So they have shut down. Uh, this drilling for and it will never be recovered, so they believe at this point, because also we know that Muammar Gaddafi was getting ready to release a gold-backed currency. The dinar was going to be gold-backed, so they wanted to cover up again the primary water aspect, and this is why it's so important for everyone to go to primarywater.org, watch the YouTube and get them out far and wide, particularly to anybody that you know lives in rural country areas, because we need to start drilling for primary water. Now, just because uh, in northern Africa they found primary water 1,800 to 2,400 feet does not mean by any uh, stretch that we would have to drill to those depths because you can access primary water even at 200 feet, sometimes even less. And that is why, again, I recommend you watching that YouTube, Primary Water Explained. What we must consider doing at this point is working together within our neighborhoods, within our rural country areas to access primary water because here in California, in Ventura County, months back, they agreed on a moratorium for new well drilling. New well drilling is now no longer allowed in Ventura County. This is likely going to sweep across California. And of course, what that will mean is that if anybody is attempting to drill in secrecy, which is very difficult to do because the the drilling equipment is large and it's hardly discreet. So that is why you know many people that we know of are drilling for these wells at this time. And again, it's just imperative to know the real water facts. We need to teach our children that we're not running out of water. This scare and this fear is moving us closer to the unthinkable because at this point in our history, I think we all can understand that we are really at the breach of what is the continuation of mankind, whether it continues or not. And we're at that point. We are in a battle for the very survival of the human race, and nothing nothing less than that. We're going to talk about that also. However, the water is the most important issue right now because we have to teach the real water facts, and I'm going to go over some of the rules that are, have come up in California. And it's important not to think of this as merely a California problem because of the engineered drought. This is a global assault to privatize the water 
globally. This is the plan. We know that uh, years back, there was the understanding that if they were able to control the water, they could centralize global governance more rapidly. That's what's happening. This is also uh, part of what will allow Monsanto to come in because literally they're shutting down areas of production. They're saying that the farms and the ranches are unsustainable. Their practices are no longer sustainable. What is really behind all of this is expanding Monsanto. And uh, I want to just say at this time, uh, as I continue in the water conversation, there's a very important word that I have been hearing at some of the meetings that I attend. One of the meetings that we recently attended in February of 2015 is the American Association for the Advancement of Science. And in that meeting, they talked about a word that I was unfamiliar with. And it, they started out by saying commodity and then commodify. And I didn't realize the subtle change in those words. But then they used the word commodification. And this is what commodification is. It's a Marxist theory. And it says human beings can be considered subject to commodification in context of such things as genetic engineering, social engineering, cloning, eugenics, and more. They go on to say an extreme case of commodification is slavery, when human beings themselves become a commodity to be sold and bought. Of course, we've had that ongoing now. And they go on to tell us that commodification is about everything that was not sellable in the past will become sellable in the future. And they spoke to this about revenue gaps where they were not earning profits. And they talked about commodifying everything, things you cannot imagine, such as commodifying the weather. In other words, you can buy a location based on the weather because they know, we know, they control it, and simply you can order it up in a vicinity that you would like to reside. The climate, you can order the climate. You can, um, uh, and they are controlling and are in the process of privatizing water. And you can buy water and even air. So what we have now is we have the illusion of scarcity. We have the illusion of fossil fuels. We were all told and taught that petroleum came from fossils and plant material, never came from dead dinosaurs. And we have since learned that accessing petroleum is a much deeper drill than the levels that fossil, uh, fossils or plant material dinosaurs were ever located. So petroleum never came from dead dinosaurs. Now we're into fossil water. They're calling it fossil water. The scarcity of water is now fossil. So we have to get ahead of this as best we can in teaching all of our children the water facts. So here's what some of the rules are looking like in California right now. And prepare yourselves. This is going to hit you and be involved in these type of water discussions because this is going to hit you. So here in California, 
we have many, many rules. First of all, we have the required reduction, depending on what cities you are in, to reduce our use of water. Oh, generally, I'd say it's about 20%, but it varies on where you are located. And, um, it, for example, uh, Catalina Island that sits off of the, the coast of Santa Monica in Southern California is going to likely, without any rain by the end of this year, be required to reduce their water consumption 50%. So what does that look like? That looks like all the restaurants, all of the bed and breakfasts and hotels are sending all of their linens to the mainland to be washed and returned, and more. Reduction, no plants, no grass. In California, they want uh, uh, 50,000 feet of lawn or grass removed. But they're also telling us that they have agencies that are prepared to, to help people relocate that are on rural areas that have wells that have run dry. They will relocate people to other areas. This is a land grab. This is why it's exceedingly important to download and distribute these double half-paged flyers because what we find and what is happening is through the illusion of scarce water, uh, many people will forfeit their ranches and farms and their livelihoods believing they're out of water due to the drought. And of course, we know the drought is engineered. So primary water is in abundance and we must start looking down for water instead of up. Crucial to get that in your minds, looking down for water rather than up. And this is why we're really uh, doing a, a call to action to understand the water facts and distribute this information because millions and millions and millions of people globally are going to face further and further deepening reductions of water and water stress, lack of food, or high cost of food, and death. This is where this is going. This is all part of the depopulation process. And we can no longer continue to be tricked for the benefit of those that intend to privatize the water for profits and control. So again, we recommend everybody watch Primary Water Explained. Go to primarywater.org. Watch the YouTube we have up water wars, stealing water for profits and power, because you will see the ways in which the industry has been intentionally poisoning our groundwater aquifers for many, many decades. Now, we're going to talk about that because we recently found uh, another way in which the groundwater and uh, the river, actually, the Colorado River, is being poisoned right now. And this is something that we just recently discovered. Uh, Pacific Gas and Electric, that is our utility company here in Northern California, uh, has on the board of directors uh, a um, Rothschild LLC, Rothschild LLC CEO on the board at Pacific Gas and Electric. Pacific Gas and Electric was present at the 1992 Rio de Janeiro Earth Conference and was one of the top contributors donating to the falsified science of global warming and sustainable development, all set to create new markets, to reduce the population, and to extract 
uh, property, real property from everybody, and to move us into uh, confinement centers. Uh, people call them smart cities. They're really human settlement zones where your confinement as a um, as a prisoner is more defined. That's what it's all about. We're going to talk about that. But PG&E uh, was caught in yet another uh, Aaron Brockovich-type poisoning of the water supply. For many of you that have watched that movie, you may remember back in um, a number of years ago in Hinkley, California, PG&E uh, was caught uh, with uh, contaminating the water with chromium. And they have now been found to be polluting 150 acres of land alongside the Colorado River with chromium. They've known about this for decades. And now they're going forward finally with a method, they believe, to decontaminate it. So this is the headline on an article dated May the 4th of 2015, PG&E nears plan to filter chromium on the Colorado River could take 30 years to decontaminate. Now let's talk about this, what they're doing to, uh, to clean up this 150 acres of groundwater contamination, which was caused by the chemical used at Pacific Gas and Electric Natural Gas Compressor Station in the 1950s and in the 60s and is, is nearing approval that could begin the toxic cleanup only now. So they're saying that they're going to be injecting large amounts of food-grade ethanol into the groundwater column in order to attempt to encapsulate the chromium plume. So when we think about corn ethanol, we know it's GMO. We know that it is a proven carcinogen. So they're going to be using a proven carcinogen to encapsulate and decontaminate a chloramine that's already a contaminant. And it's going to take them 30 years. Now I'm going to add to this by telling you that Pacific Gas and Electric uh, bought the water rights of the upstream flows above Sonoma County and Marin County in Northern California in 1930. Again, Rothschild, a.k.a. PG&E, owns the water rights that literally are the water that Sonoma County and Marin County receive. And just recently, within the last few weeks, the federal government allowed PG&E to reduce the flow releases north of us to reduce the water. This is the exact same game plan that occurred in Sao Paulo, Brazil. The utilities reduced the releases into the reservoirs, spinning Sao Paulo, Brazil into horrific water rationing. This is what is happening now in California. Also, Pacific Gas and Electric has been feeding clouds for over 60 years, and PG&E has been uh, seeding aerosols using ground-based burners uh, located in the northern area of California in their utility area. And they claim that the benefits of P this PG&E program in these areas is to enhance winter snowpack, 
which then enhances stream flows, uh, lake levels, and groundwater levels. So here they have had the capability, and we know that they've had the capability, to increase the secondary water sources by enhancing rain, creating rain. But they also talk about how PG&E has used remote radio control ground-based cloud seeding burners, which release sub-micron-sized complexed silver dioxide and silver chloride seeding particles into the atmosphere. Now, we know also that uh, Rothschild, who is PG&E, uh, bought 70% stake in Weather Central. We also know that uh, the U.S. Air Force has told us they will own the weather by the year 2025, weather as a force multiplier. We know that they're ahead of schedule. They own the weather now. We know that through these weather modification programs and more, that they can degrade the enemy forces. Well, we are the enemy. When you look at Senate Report 93549, and you understand the connection of the phony fiat currency and the Federal Reserve and the taking of America's gold in 1913, you start to understand with all the executive orders that are mandating police states and more that we are, in fact, and have been the enemy. We know that the weather as a force multiplier can decrease uh, comfort levels decrease our morale. This is only one aspect of what is done. Storm enhancement, we know that. We know that precipitation can be denied, such as we are suffering here in California. They've induced the drought. So when you look at the U.S. Air Force owning the weather by 2025, you realize that fog is created, cloud cover is created, all for concealment and denying visual so that literally uh, they can minimize our ability to see what's going on as they continue to perpetrate the unthinkable on each and every single one of us. So it's important to understand what we all face. But I will tell you, uh, the water news is the best news you're going to hear me talk about on any of my websites, the idea that we do not have scarce water resources. This is good news. We must work on getting this out because certainly there are other things that we must become aware of. Uh, here in Northern California, what they're doing now, if you live on a rural country property with a well, they're telling us that um, we have a responsibility to the public trust for valuable resources and that um, we, have, we can either voluntarily cooperate or we're going to face mandatory water curtailments. Now, there's a contract that they want us to sign. We do not recommend anyone listening sign any contracts. Do not sign any contracts. They told us that if we signed these contracts at the meeting, that it would give us preferential treatment in not having to be involved in mandatory water reduction. But yet, in this two-page contract, it said nothing of the kind in the contract. So we were given a sales pitch to sign a voluntary drought agreement. Now, part of this agreement would allow the California Fish 
and wildlife to access our properties or any agency that they deemed. To access our properties, we would have to fill out a statement of water use. We would have to account for every drop of water that we are preventing from ending up in the streams and creeks wherein we're killing uh, the salmon and the steelhead, which they're claiming are endangered species. Again, all of this is behind false climate change agenda to massively reduce the population and change the economic base of all countries across the globe. In fact, uh, Christina Figueres said most recently, uh, who, who she's involved with the United Nations, um, that, uh, quote, climate change, this is probably the most difficult task we have ever given ourselves, which is to intentionally transform the economic development model for the first time in human history. Continues to tell us this is the first time in history of mankind that we are setting ourselves the task of intentionally, within a defined period of time, to change the economic development model that has been reigning for the last 150 years since the Industrial Revolution. So this is planned obsolescence. This is uh, decreasing. Uh, people are now and have been identified as negative value added. And this is a warfare of attrition. Uh, in the NASA war plan that we have on StopTheCrime.net, you will read uh, about the warfare of attrition. And this is where uh, the warfare is engaged on a gradual but a continual um, and, and constant reduction of our energy. We're in a warfare of attrition where they intend to decrease our mobility. So I want you to think about this. We're being put in cars that have limited range. And I know many people suffer from range anxiety. This limits our mobility. We're being confined into cities. The goal is to confine us into these smart growth cities. That brings us to a city that is currently uh, being uh, given permission to start construction in the Central Valley, in the San Joaquin Valley, where many of you have heard about water restrictions and farmers and ranchers not being able to access water. In fact, most recently, there was a historic, they claim, it was a historic vote uh, the first time uh, that California okays an offer for voluntary water cuts by the farmers. But let's look at what happened. California regulators have accepted a historic offer by the farmers to make a 25% voluntary water cut to avoid deeper mandatory losses as the drought continues. This is extortion. This is the same verbiage that we were told at the watershed meetings for our rural properties. Simply, rural properties, all farming, all agriculture, all ranching is unsustainable based on the fact of commodification and the goal to control 
and sell everything. So here in the Central Valley, San Joaquin Valley, there's a new city that is proposed to be built. It's called Quay Valley, Q-U-A-Y, Quay Valley. It's going to sit on 8,000 acres. There are going to be 75,000 uh, people uh, living in 25,000 homes, three people per home. The developer had proposed double that amount of housing, but in order to avoid uh, more stringent environmental constraints, they've gone ahead and reduced the um, housing to 25,000. There's going to be 2,000 acres of commercial and industrial. This is going to be a self-contained city where reuse of water uh, is going to occur. Every drop that is used of water is going to be reused. And we're going to talk about the, the real reality behind water reuse. They really do want every drop of water. And people have to wrap their heads around the fact, Deborah, that water really is the issue of the 21st century. You cannot survive without water. In fact, you need water just to think about water. You've got very nefarious Adolphus Huxley, Mr. Eugenics himself, talking about water in a stunning report from 1960. We certainly know for a fact, Deborah, that corporate, national, and international government agencies and banksters, their plan to clandestinely take over public water municipalities across the West to privatize the water resources for profit and control. The Rand Corporation, Bechtel, even Goldman Sachs is taking a deep dive into water, pun intended. But forget black gold. This is blue gold. And if water's the new oil, well, T. Boone Pickens is a modern-day John D. Rockefeller because he owns more water than any other individual in the United States, and he's looking to control even more. He's buying up the Ogallala Water Aquifer, the largest in North America. You talk about Monsanto. Look at Nestle. I mean, these nefarious globalists absolutely, they want every drop of our water, don't they, Deborah? Well, they absolutely do. In fact... One, two of the most important documents that our research team discovered can be downloaded easily from the See More under that YouTube that I've been referring to, Water Wars, Stealing Water for Profit and Power. One of those documents is from Goldman Sachs, and it is entitled, Taking a Deep Dive into Water. I would recommend everyone download this document and read a number of the corporations that are involved in privatization. Now, I'm going to um, tell you right now, and this is just as an example, any corporation such as Walmart, when you type in Walmart and you type in um, climate change policies, you will find that Walmart backs the false climate change policies. You will also find, for example, that Walmart has had a plan where they have been giving an acre of land for every acre that they've been building on since the early 2000s towards continual preservation. In other words, they've been buying up the United States and putting these lands into a land trust. This is evil. For all the other reasons that you would not want to shop at Walmart, but it lists all these other companies the spearhead towards privatizing the water in the United States. We're talking about the EPA, the USGA, we're talking about even DARPA, we're talking about NASA, 
this document names names as well as the second document that you can download. It's entitled Water Market USA, Global Water Intelligence. And this talks about using engineers to focus on um, demands of our, of our private water municipalities. In other words, requiring that our private water municipalities invest in fish ladders, in all of these environmental species detrimental policies that, of course, are all false. They're spending millions and millions of dollars. An example here in Northern California is they're building a fish ladder along a 10-mile stretch of a creek, and it's costing over $60 million, and every time I turn around, the County Board of Supervisors is increasing uh, monies to be spent on a fish ladder. And this is what is being funded by grants. I would recommend that everybody watch Apologies from an Economic Hitman. Apologies from an Economic Hitman. Not only will you learn how the United States, the CIA, and other agencies took down third world countries and controlled them for resource theft, you will see how it's now being used in our country, in the United States, through grants. They're funding all of these policies by grants. You can go to your local city, for example, and just attend meetings, or you can look through the archives and see how many grants your cities have approved. Every single grant has a contract that the cities and counties, schools, whatever agency, everything is a corporation. This is how they're funding these agendas. This is how this is shaping into a world of which we are being eliminated. Nothing short. We are being eliminated through grant funding because people are not recognizing what is really behind all of this. So we're looking at Quay Valley in, in Central California in the San Joaquin Valley. Many of us were questioning for some time uh, what the uh, train was for. They've just approved in January of 2015 the funding and the commencement of a $68 billion high-speed rail that is supposed to connect uh, San Francisco to Los Angeles um, at speeds of over 200 miles an hour. And it, everyone was calling it originally the train to nowhere. Well, we now realize that this is also involved in this Quay Valley uh, development. This Quay Valley uh, development is to represent the 21st century smart city of California and the United States, fully self-contained full water reuse. They're creating a quasi-Disneyland atmosphere where they have um, little canals and boats that you can travel around this uh, development in. Cars are discouraged if not allowed. And uh, they also have this um, tube that you can get into and tra be transported around the development too. They're going to have museums. They're going to have a zoo. They're going to be in contract with the San Diego Zoo to bring in uh, animals. So this is containing us in an amusement park of excitement, but we're imprisoned. We're imprisoned. This is imprisonment. This is reducing the mobility of the enemy. This will be increased psychotronic weapons. This will be likely required vaccinations. And this will be drinking toxic reused water. Now we have to touch upon this because everyone now is hearing more and more about water reuse. 
and we have to uh, understand what the intentions of the direct potable reuse is really all about because we have many, many reports and a lot of evidence, certainly uh, DAHL, D-A-H-L, in 2014, uh, warned us as the water shortages in parts of the United States become so dire as they are now, uh, attitudes towards wastewater reuse, including direct injection into drinking water to blend it, would become more favorable. Well, we're seeing this. We're seeing water treatment plants. Now, in the document uh, that is under the YouTube that I recommend you download, Goldman Sachs taking a deep dive into water and Water Market USA, you will find the greatest profits in privatizing the water supply is going to be creating reuse. In other words, water treatment plants, desalinization. This is where the massive profits are going to be generated from. Now, the reuse is highly toxic. There is no way to reduce all of the endocrine disrupting chemicals, of which um, there are many, many endocrine disruptors. This causes cancer. This causes all kinds of illnesses, respiratory, you name it. We are not going to be able to filter out all the poisons and they know it. This is another aspect of genocide. We're taking on other people's biology in the sense that they can't uh, take out everything. This includes the watering of farming areas uh, or ranch areas where they're watering with reused water, their hay fields. All plants, pets, people, every living thing is going to be assaulted by this toxic reuse of water. In the canals that they're going to float you around on boats, around Quay Valley in Central California, you're going to be floating on sewer water, all reused water. So as you hear your city start to talk about reuse as a solution towards dwindling water resources, you must understand this is all funded by grants. They're calling it now fossil water. That is not real. We have an abundance of water. So we have to understand where the ultimate goal is, massive profits and genocide. Deborah, it's not bad enough we have this intense cross-pollination between the biotech, the nanotech, fusing robots with humans, altering our genome, altering our frequencies of our DNA, but throw in the mix, spy, lie, and fry. You talked about geoengineering. We've got everything from geoengineering to silent weapons and mind control, directed energy weapons, electronic harassment to Stasi-level surveillance. I mean, we're being cooked in a chemical soup. Our food and water is obviously under attack. It's like a soft kill culling at mock speed, and it's hard to know where the head starts and the tail ends here. You've got the Pentagon wanting packs of robots to detect non-cooperative humans. You've got a bunch of senators going after RICO lawsuits against global warming skeptics like you and I. It's just a morphology of terror, isn't it? Well, it is. And most recently, uh, many of you read uh, the article about killer robots and how they will leave humans utterly defenseless, uh, warns a professor. And uh, that robots, of course, will function without human interference. 
The NASA war document addresses uh, much of this. Well in advance, we have had documents that have told us where we're going. Uh, there are also documents out of the uh, UK Ministry of Defense that talk about our future looking forward to the year 2026. Uh, we know that they um, have the bioweapons labs. They're using um, animals and insects as um, vehicles to um, make us all quite ill. We know that Lyme disease is an epidemic. That was all created and released. Morgellons but disease what, is another one. Yeah, from the aerosols, absolutely. What, what they claim they will have occur by the year 2026 is all of us will become so fearful of being near animals that will extinguish animals and will replace them with robotic animals. So we can still love animals, but they will be robotic because of the fear factor of being infected from all of the variety of diseases that we're going to be horrified to be around animals. They're going to be representing a carrier system for diseases. And so we have been told about all of the science. Um, I've certainly read where they're using um, a cup of uh, uh, material that can turn a, a, a lake in the size of a, a football field into jelly. And you look at all of the technology that is now uh, being revealed to us, which is people say minimum of 50 years we are unaware of, but many also say it's much more than 50 years. We have to look at what is happening and what is growing. I know that many people are spending quite a bit of time on Jade Helm, as they should, but that's just the visual military operation of what we're accustomed to seeing. The military men, the uh, war machinery, uh, certainly we're not accustomed to seeing them run their operations in civilian rural areas, uh, certainly sequestering the help of civilians. But what is really under this visual uh, military display, and it's what's been happening for many, many decades, not only across the United States, but globally as well, and that is the covert harassment of the organized criminal gang stalking network. And we must all quickly become aware of this aspect of policing and harassing people, because I know all the time, I know, Sheila, that we wonder, where are all the whistleblowers? Yeah. Where did everyone go? How could we be in such a calamity and have so few people talking about it? Well, we've found out that people that were attempting to reveal what is occurring have been gang-stalked and have been assaulted and attacked by organized gang-stalking groups that use direct energy weapons and all types of torture devices. Uh, Dr. Ronnie Kildee, the end of last year, the end of 2014, uh, she's in Finland. She was the former chief medical officer of Finland, Dr. Ronnie Kildee, K-I-L-D-E. And she uh, went on to give a talk at the Brussels um, Covert Harassment Conference. Right. Uh, the beginning of 2015. And uh, just a couple of months after that, she died. And she was calling people she wanted out of the hospital. Of course, um, when I spoke with her, she talked about the types of assaults that she's been experiencing for many, many years, where people break into her home, they put poisons in her home, they steal 
uh, information, they corrupt her computer. When I spoke with her, she had noticed, unfortunately had noticed, that someone had tarped the top of her fireplace from the outside of her home, hoping she wouldn't notice that to asphyxiate her. Unbeknownst to many people, uh, they have been vaccinated with biomedical devices. Yes. And certainly many people uh, understand why the push for vaccinating uh, our children in the United States and all adults. Uh, certainly uh, the concern for those that are aware of these programs realize that this is another way in which to inject biomedical devices which turn people into cell phones where social gang networks can literally use different types of apps on their iPhones to dial up a person through their implants and cause different types of uh, pain and torture. They can literally bring a person down to the concrete in a moment. They can cause bowel movements. They can cause pain, horrible blackouts while you're driving and people think it was just a car accident. All kinds of horrific crimes are being committed through the use of a weapons system that most people are not even aware exists to the extent that it does. This is really what's underneath the visual aspects of Jade Helm. And the people that are looking at Jade Helm need to look deeper what is already in place and what is already happening. In fact, Sheila, on May 19th in Richmond, California, they had an agenda item where they approved a resolution to ban space-based weapons. They adopted a resolution in support of Space Preservation Act and the Space Preservation Treaty to permanently ban space-based weapons. Now, since this approval, the gang networks have come into full swing through the media, criticizing uh, those council members that uh, had the courage to um, approve this. Uh, this, And this is a letter uh, from the office, the city council of Richmond, dated May the 6th of 2015. It says this, Dear Targeted Individuals, my first concern is for the safety and well-being of all of our residents. As a city official, I'm requesting that other city officials provide moral support to the targeted individual community nationwide. A small group of volunteers dedicated city residents and their associates have brought before me troubling information. These individuals have reported the need of support in reducing the stigma placed on them via exposing technology to alter their minds and covertly deem them mentally ill within society at large. Three years ago, I met Richmond res resident Amy Anderson about this matter. Ms. Anderson informed me she was a survivor of these horrible attacks. According to her description, these government-patented technologies and weapons interfere and disrupt the targeted individual's health physically and psychologically by remote transmission. Also, it has been brought to my attention that many survivors have reached out 
to their city officials peacefully through numerous avenues of redress and accountability about these types of horrifying abuses, only to experience dismissal, being stonewalled, mocked, and ignored, or a level of all-out discrimination resulting in these individuals being wrongly labeled as unstable, criminals, or troublemakers. I am writing this letter in full support and on behalf of Ms. Anderson and other unwitting residents in Richmond, California, who believe they are unwittingly victims of this technology. These hostile technologies, as described to me, cause physical and psychological trauma, at times unbearable pain to the body, causing undeserved harm. In our city, we put forth our best efforts to listen and respect the voices, wisdom, and experiences of our residents. We will not ignore, but support those who suspect they have been exposed to these types of inhumane attacks with the intent to cause them great emotional and bodily harm. I am encouraged by these citizens who have stood up to protect our residents. In response to the targeted individual's concerns, I facilitated a meeting with the captain of the Richmond Police Department to ensure that reports from targeted individuals would be accepted and investigated as any other alleged crime. I would like to encourage other officials at local, state, and national levels to explore methods to extend the listed uh, courtesies below to all residents. Number one, to reduce and eliminate stigmas or wrongly devised labels of instability against victims of crime. Number two, informing others of any abuses or crimes against the citizens. Number three, to listen and encourage participation from all its residents. And number four, means to make these abuses visible and recognized as crimes by local, county, parish, state, federal legislators, and law enforcement alike. Best wishes to all survivors. Javaganta Beckles, Richmond City Council member. Why? This was a very courageous woman who understood after being presented the facts and brought this forward on the city council. Now they, the three that voted to approve the space-based weapon ban, are under massive media assault. It's time. It's beyond time. Another call to action would be for all that are listening to go to your city councils. Take this message forward in your three minutes of public comment. You don't need to get this on the agenda. You can utilize that three minutes to get the information across. We did this most recently uh, in Sebastopol, California, and this will be up on our YouTube channel, which you can go to stopthecrime.net, scroll down to the YouTube icon, and you will find ways to present information in three minutes. It's not so much for your city council members who are incorporated and accepting grants and furthering this horrific agenda upon all of us, but also for all of the people that are attending these meetings. The more you repeat 
this kind of unimaginable verbiage, the sooner you help other people recognize the reality. Because at first, the conversation sounds insane, and it's supposed to sound insane. But as we continue with what you've heard on the program today, it will bring more and more people to the reality that what we're talking about is sadly on the light side of our reality because there's much more in store for all of us than we can possibly know. And we're fighting for the existence of humanity as we have known it. And we have many YouTubes up. I would encourage everybody, please go to our YouTube channel. Help us get these YouTubes out. And again, the call to action for exposing the true facts of water and going forward to all of your city councils with various opportunities that you have in that three minutes. Many city councils are recorded and people who are not physically attending them watch the video recordings from their homes. So do all you can while you can. Knowledge is power and it will allow us to cope emotionally as we continue to spiral in an abyss that we have no knowledge of what we face tomorrow. And Sheila, I really want to thank you for having me on the program. I have other documents that I have yet to really go over in detail, and I'll look forward to doing so on further programs with you, Sheila. Our main website, stopthecrime.net. We have toxicsky.org, and we have primarywater.org and several other websites. Thank you for coming on the program tonight, Deborah. You're right. Knowledge is power, and that is why it's important for people to connect with people in their communities. Such good information. Deborah, thank you again for coming on the program. Sheila, thank you so much. Folks, that was the amazing Deborah Tavares. Such incredible information. Please do bookmark stopthecrime.net as well as primarywater.org. All that information is linked on my website, weekendvigilante.com. We are looking forward next week to Steve Quayle. We have Henry Maycow coming on the program and the amazing one and only Daniel Estlin to weigh in on Bilderberg. It's going to be a fantastic lineup next week, folks. Please do sign up for my podcast. You can just click on that big pink button on the right-hand side of my website and also do follow me on MixLR. You can go to MixLR.com. That's M-I-X-L-R.com. You can join us daily in the chat room. And also, if you download the MixLR app, you can listen to me on any smart device by just searching Weekend Vigilante. And again, if there is someone that you think would make a fantastic guest, I am always on the lookout for amazing guests. So please do shoot me an email. And just a reminder to please do support my ministry financially and with prayer. I hope you all have an amazing blessed weekend. Good night and God bless.